His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. This whole thing that's been going on in Haiti where missionaries that are over there, a lot of students because of the summer have been on mission trips, and you probably heard a lot of them got stuck, a lot of these teams, and several churches have started coming home, which is so good that they're no longer there, including White uh, Memorial Presbyterian Church in Raleigh. Some of the students made it home from Haiti, and WRAL was there and caught them at the airport like at 2 30 in the morning on Thursday. I want to go back next year um, and because I would love to be able to work with the kids more and get to do more of the work that we missed out on. Yeah, that's one of the students, Margaret, who goes to the church and she's like, ah, I'm so glad we're safe, but I want to go back and still make a difference. Their missions trip were kind of cut short while they were even there. They were at a safe distance away, but one of the leaders at the church said that they could see the signs of the unrest from far away and how scary that was. There's still some more of their group that's on their way home. Some came home last night. They're kind of split up because there was 30 of them that was theirs. They had to come home in different rounds. So I believe if everything went the way that was supposed to, the rest of the church is at home. If not, they're in flight. Mm. Well, definitely didn't go how they were expecting it. But it sounds like it was a really faith-building experience for these teens. And for that girl to say that she wants to go back is really impressive. It is. One of the churches I remember talking that they were uh, they were trying to get through some of the barricades that the locals had put up. They got through one, then went to another one and saw these tires that were flamed up. They're like, we got to turn around and go back. Mm. But they wound up getting to the airport at uh, Port-au-Prince and got home. So that's good. Wow. Yeah, missions trips are memorable enough as, you know, when they go right. So they'll yeah. remember this one for a while. Yeah, you're not kidding. I think a lot of people are going to remember this one, especially how God got all of these groups back home and still is in the process of doing that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. One of our favorite memories that we have that you say you love the best is spending time with this artist here, Danny Gopik. Now, we need to clarify. Danny Gokey is a city boy through and through, but he owns this big piece of property now out in the country. And so he decided he was going to get in his van, his van, not a pickup, not a four by four, his van and explore this big piece of property. So I'm not a country boy and I've been exploring my land. We got a lot of land here. And look what I did to my van. My van got stuck. So my neighbor, Ricky, bringing out the tractor, Pulling my van out, so city boy trying to be country ain't working. Check that out. Yeah, his van, you couldn't see it, was stuck. I mean, he must have tried to just gun it, and his tires like all the way in, man, into the mud. Yeah, poor guy. So nice of his neighbor to come to his rescue. It is nice. I had this crazy thing happen just the other day. You know, we're selling our house and a realtor went through it and locked the door to the garage, which is how I always get in. Mm -hmm. And I had no key. So I was locked out and I'm like sitting on my front steps and my neighbor comes by and I tell him what happened. He's like, do you need some water? Do you want to come in and cool off? It was so nice. I have the best neighbors. Did they bring you a little bowl of water on your porch? Uh Uh-huh, exactly. A bowl of water? (laughs) (laughs) He's not a dog. Well, I would never Dude. think that. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's why you say a bowl of water. <laughs> Jim, don't do that. I gotta go. Home. This is Allison we're talking about. Okay, so neighbors can be kind. A crystal bowl is what I said. <laughs> <sighs> 
That makes it better. Yeah. A crystal bowl? With little cups on the side so she can take drinks. Oh, like a punch yeah. bowl? Yeah. Yeah, expensive one. Okay, go ahead, Rob. <laughs> You've already dug your hole. You have, Just sit in it for a while. Please do a little bit. Okay. I'm trying to get a conversation going here. (laughs) Stop. Are you done, Jim? Yes. Okay. I have the power to turn off his mic, so I'm going to. Okay. So, (laughs) when did a neighbor come to your rescue and help you out and gave you a dog dish to drink water out of or something? (laughs) 800-447-7234. It's his morning crew on his radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We should clarify something. Jim, a moment ago, said that Allison's neighbor came by and gave her a dog dish of water when she was locked out of her home. No, 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 no. You didn't clarify correctly. Oh. uh, What were you trying to say then, Jim? Come on. I said, you you don't deserve just a little cup of water. I was talking about a crystal punch bowl with with a set of cups dangling from the side. You said dish, and then you (laughs) backpedaled. It's not working. (laughs) So we started thinking about the good things that your neighbors have done for you at 800-447-7234. Trinaka is along with us. What happened? There was a garbage truck riding down our street. We live in Campobello, so it's a very country area. You know, it's not many folks there at all. That is the case. This particular um, dump truck um, must have had some kind of issues with the brakes. And the brakes sparked, and when the brakes sparked, the fumes or the gases from the garbage ignited. So here we are with this garbage truck issue outside, completely on fire. Ooh. You know, everyone is just, you know, just like, oh my gosh, it's on fire, you know, and we're we're completely panicking. Um, I'm actually a third shift nurse. Um, at GHS, so I mean, I, I was just waking up, like I, I actually woke up out of my sleep to see flames outside. So my neighbor, who is the greatest ever, came and was just like, "Is there anything you need us to do?" And just help with my little girl, just help kind of calm us down until I was able to contact my husband and just kind of let him know what was going on. Wow, what an exciting day! <laughs> It was crazy, guys. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, right. I mean, like, that would only happen to us. <laughs> how was your property? Was it damaged at all? Yeah, it actually was damaged. So, you know, it was great. The the folks who owned the company, you know, they it was no problem at all. They came out, they fixed the road, they actually fixed the site. You know, they repaired everything, and it wasn't even a battle with the company at all. So, we're grateful for that. But we're also grateful that, of course, it, it wasn't a bigger issue than it than it could have been. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I firmly believe that one of the secrets to a happy marriage is being able to laugh and have fun with your spouse. And this couple is a wonderful example of that. So they're boarding the airport shuttle, and there's only two seats available on this shuttle bus. But there's a lady sitting in between the two empty seats. So this adorable couple, they get on, and they're like, excuse me, ma'am, can you slide over so we can sit together? You know what she said? No. For real. (laughs) So... (laughs) They spent the entire shuttle with this lady in between them, and they just had a great time uh, on their little trip. So, 
we sat down on either side of her, and I was pretty much sitting on her hip. <laughs> <laughs> she would move down, man. Every, every time the shuttle bumped, Beverly just leaned on it. <laughs> and she was trying to get smaller and smaller. And she was trying to text somebody. And she wouldn't look up from her phone. So I just started taking selfies of Beverly and me with her in the middle. And she, she looked like family. <laughs> They told this story after they made it to their gate and they're waiting for their flight and they were kind of hoping that lady would show up uh, at their gate since she was like family now and they have all these photos of her. (laughs) In the family album. That's (laughs) hilarious. I love these two. I know. So much fun. That lady looked a lot like you, Allison. What? Wasn't you, was it? No. If you actually see these pictures floating around in the video, the lady has dark hair. Allie's a blonde. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I never really got a good look at you. I did see a really cute couple on an airport shuttle, and they were wearing matching T-shirts, and that's where I got the idea when my husband and I went went on our 10th anniversary last year. We got matching T-shirts, and it was all from an airport shuttle, a cute couple. Really? Just like these two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you two came along with your matching shirts, say, hey, can we sit together? I would definitely give you room. Yeah. Thank you. His morning crew. I'll tell you who's not small-minded but has big aspirations is Alicia Carson, and I think you're going to remember her name. She's 17 now. She lives in Baton Rouge, and check this out, NASA is training her to be an astronaut. She has an amazing dream that in 2033, she'll be the first human mission to Mars. I first got interested in the idea of going to Mars when I was three years old. If the option was to go to Mars and never come back, I would still want to go and be a part of the mission. Is she amazing? Mm. 17 years old. College-level classes in the 10th grade. Plus, she's learning all of her classes in four different languages. English, France, uh, France, French, I should say, Spanish, and Chinese. She's a public speaker at 17 years old, and she goes by this. Always follow your dream, and don't let anyone take it from you. Amazing, Alyssa. I just keep thinking of what if I, that was my child. <laughs> Would you be okay with that? Have a good trip to Mars, dear. <laughs> There's a chance that she might not come back. She's like, if I don't come back, I'm okay with that. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. Yeah, that makes me nervous. I'm going to talk to her. Oh, you will? Yes. Okay. Jim is all of a sudden pseudo-dad to this young lady. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Seems like summer's a good time to get together for a family reunion. When was your last family reunion? For Pavel... His family reunions are pretty cool. He's 87 years old. Get this, he has 13 children. They produced for him a whopping 127 grandchildren. Think about that family reunion. Those grandchildren now have combined 203 great-grandchildren. Now start picturing what this family reunion looks like. Oh, there's three great-great-grandchildren, including the two-week-old baby in this family. So do you have any idea what that total is? Yeah, I did the math. 346 in this one family in the Ukraine. Amazing. 30 of them go to the same school. Can you imagine that school? 
They have weddings and birthdays, which become huge celebrations because as many in that 346 big Hugh Humongous family come to it. Uh, and uh, Pavel remembers almost all the names except for the younger ones. Show him. I know, That's right? a lot of names to remember. That's a lot, a lot of, of Chris- birthday presents. Man. Christmas. <laughs> I have trouble remembering my four kids' names. Yeah, right? So they just submitted to the Guinness Book of World Records to be the biggest family in the record book. I think the other one was like 196 or something like that, which that's a humongous family. Mm -hmm. But at 346, I think he has it topped. And uh, in the Ukraine, they have the National Registry stating that this is the biggest family in the Ukraine. Hmm. So what you're saying is he's a family man? Very much so. Okay. I, I think he is. It's funny that you said that about remembering your kids' names, because growing up, I only have one sister, but my mom always called me Ste Allie, like always, Ste Allie. It happens. <laughs> Ste Allie. See, so. Allison doesn't know this yet, but that happens when you have multiple kids. Mm, yeah. I just have yeah. Sammy. <laughs> I'm, I'm Brit Jim. My sister's Brenda. Do I look like Brenda? No. Um. No. <laughs> Rob, Allison, and Jim. We all know what Sunday is. The 15th? Yeah. Very good. Okay. Which is July 15th, which is? Uh, church on Sunday morning. Okay, yes. Very good, Rob. Thank you. Okay, it's National Ice Cream Day. Woo! Uh. And I'm not coming into work. On Sunday. Good. <laughs> okay. Celebrate. Take the day off, dude. <laughs> well, anyway, Baskin Robbins, which is an ice cream company, they uh, are coming out with their freak shakes. Freak shakes. Okay. Uh, which I find actually a little disturbing, and I like Baskin Robbins. Allison is going to love these. They have three of them, and they're only good between the 15th and the 31st of this month. So they were there to go. Just a couple weeks, two weeks, you're going to have those. One of them is the Unicorn Freak Shake. It's got cotton candy and milkshakes topped with a scoop of cotton candy ice cream decorated with charms, fluffy stuffed cotton candy airheads, extreme rainbow berry, sweetly sour candy strips, a, a sugar <laughs> cone, and finished with a cherry rainbow sprinkles and marshmallow garnish and whipped topping. Does Whoa. that sound good? Sure. I don't even know what half of that stuff is that you just said. I have yeah. a headache just I, from the I glazed over after the first two ingredients. <laughs> no, there's no glaze on there. <laughs> and then there's the Oreo and cookies, and there's the donut shop, and it just goes on. All the Ooh, ingredients does that one come with a donut? Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me he just made that one up. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's got the uh, Jamocha Almond Fudge uh, Milkshake. Scoop with Jamocha Almond Fudge Ice Cream. Are you going to go through the ingredients again? <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Got Dunkin' Donuts Powdered and Chocolate Munchkins Donut Hole Treats. Whoa. In there. So and donut Buzz holes are all, oh, they're all in shoved there. in there. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a sugar rush just reading it. This. Sounds like it. You know, I'm curious. Uh, let's put all this freaky ice cream stuff to the side. <laughs> Because you called it freak ice cream, right? That's what they call it, yeah. That's what they call it. So what if you go to one of those joints, what's your favorite? you got a favorite flavor, right? Mm. When it comes to ice cream? There's 31 of them. Just pick one. Dude, <laughs> you go to you go to the store and you pick one. You're like, I got to have this. You bring it home. For me, it would be the Oreos. I like the Oreo mm. ice cream. I like that, too. My yes. wife gets the frozen yogurt. <laughs> you know what yes. I like? The mint Oreo. Have you ever had that? Yes. yes. It's oh. refreshing. Woo. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just gained 20 pounds thinking about oh, it. Oh, there goes my thighs. <laughs> oh. Okay, so, you know what? Join the conversation. Ignore what Jim just said, because that made me want to lose my breakfast. So I've never had an ice cream scene <laughs> unappetizing. Now it has, right? So what's your favorite uh, flavor, your favorite ice cream? And, and you know what? Why? How did it become that favorite? Who introduced it to you? 800-447-7234. You can join the conversation. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We've turned to ice cream because Jim wants to celebrate National Ice Cream Day. Is that what it is on Sunday? Oh, yeah. He had to bring it up. And so we're starting to think about your favorite flavors and why at 800-447-7234. Mariah is my ice cream soul sister. She says my all-time favorite ice cream is mint chocolate chip. The best brand for that flavor is Blue Bunny. Represent Iowa. It's from Lamar's, Iowa, just so you know. Oh, I didn't know that. My older brother used to eat it all the time, and I tried it one day, and then I just loved it. They have ice cream in Iowa. They do. Wow. A lot of it. Mark likes the pineapple or lemon ice cream. He says they are fresh and zesty and just summer feeling. I saw them at a shop who makes homemade ice cream, and I look for them whenever my wife and I go get ice cream. But you can never go wrong with soft serve. I've never heard of the pineapple or lemon ice cream. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you're more of a chocolatey guy. That's why. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so Jean's along with us. What What is the flav, Jean? Butter pecan. My great-grandmother introduced it to me when I was a little girl, and I still eat it. My nine-month-old daughter just had her uh, first taste of it, and she went nuts. Oh, really? How cool. We're getting to where we're giving her everything now. I can imagine, including the butter pecan ice cream. Oh, yeah. I had to give her some of that because that's, what, that's the main flavor. I grew up on besides vanilla, but butter pecan happens to be number one. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Ice cream. What is it? National Ice Cream Day on Monday, right? Oh, no. Sunday. Sunday, because Jim was like all into that and started talking about freaky ice cream flavors, whatever. It's Ice Cream Sunday. Yeah. So. Oh, do they always have it on a Sunday for that reason? I'm sure. <laughs> as, as Jim looks at us and goes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we started thinking about your ice cream flavor that you love and how it was introduced to you at 800-447-7234. And the calls and texts are coming in. Cassandra says, I love mint chocolate chip. If they don't have that, chocolate chip cookie dough is my other go-to. Good choices. Matthew is a big fan of Marble Slab. If you like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the chocolate and peanut butter milkshake is the bomb. Oh, no way. I like that place. Yeah. It's so fun to watch them do the, the ice is. cream and the way they roll it up on that Marble mm-hmm. Slab and stuff. The mixins. Yeah. Lisa's along with us. How about you, Lisa? Well, my favorite flavor is coffee. And we were at a meeting on uh, in Texas, and one of the fellow ham operators brought coffee ice cream to our gathering. And ever since then, if you don't have coffee ice cream, I go somewhere else. <laughs> really? Wow. Who has the best? Um, this ice cream shop is called Karma, and they have the best coffee ice cream. Other than that, Bluebell has really good coffee ice cream as well. Uh-oh, now you got uh, Allie's interest. Uh, no, that would be Blue Bunny. Oh, Blue Bunny. Oh, I'm sorry. They're two different things. <laughs> well, they have the word blue on it, so. I like Bluebell. Yeah, Bluebell's good. I'm not knocking it, but it's no Blue Bunny. They're from uh-huh. Iowa. Oh, that's okay. Now I'm getting it. All makes sense now. Rob, Allison, and Jim. One thing I love about our producer, Jim Mann, is that he really fights hard to make sure that you and I stay in touch with his generation. (laughs) 
Yes, I fight so hard. <laughs> yes. For us old folks. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was hanging out at the neighborhood pool the other day, which we don't have, which so that made that awkward. But uh, you know what I'm talking about, Rob, because you got a got a pool, a community type of pool. We do. Yeah. Looks like a lot of fun. Of course, I don't have that upper scale neighborhood kind of thing. Neither do I. But go ahead. <laughs> Well, anyway, there was this little kid that was uh, one of the neighborhood kids afraid to jump off the diving board, which, you know, it can be kind of scary. And uh, I know Rob's afraid to jump off of his and stuff like that, so we understand. However, up steps Daniel Bliss. He's a World War II and Korean War vet. Mm. So he's 95 years old. So he gets up on the diving board with his little swimming trunks. <laughs> and... And uh, his daughter helps him because, you know, when you're 95, you start to lose a little bit of balance. But he's in great shape. He's got a cane, but he's in great shape. But a diving board is kind of hard because it's got some movement there. So they help him out to the end. He does a little flexing of the arm. <laughs> he's showing the guns, funny. huh? Oh, yes, he does a little <laughs> flexing. And they got people on both sides of the diving board. And his daughter, who helps him out there, walks away just a second to get the flag or something like that because there's an American flag behind there. And just as he does that, he starts to lose his balance, which everyone goes, <gasps> oh gosh, scary. But, yeah, so she gets over in time, helps him stabilize. And he goes up to the edge of the board and just dives right on in. All right. Yeah, and you hear how excited everybody is. <laughs> and he dives! <laughs> and he swims! And he swims. Dives and swims. That's a good combination. And so he did this to inspire a young man who was afraid exactly. to. Exactly. That's great. So that was beautiful. I'm telling you, 95 years old, I'm going to be doing backflips off the day. You're going to show this old. guy up? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, because when Jim loses his balance, he'll actually fall in. <laughs> I wear a helmet. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. A mysterious sign popped up in an abandoned parking lot in West Charlotte and it said on this spot I met my wife Doris of 57 years happy anniversary July 2nd love Ronnie and Kristen Hampton from WBTV stumbled across this sign and she tried everything she could to get to the bottom of this story you know what's behind this who's Doris who's Ronnie she almost gave up when she noticed a phone number scribbled on the back of the sign it's like she was looking everywhere and the answer was right there so she she's calling the number and as it's ringing who pulls in the parking lot no Doris and Ronnie oh my goodness yep so she was able to get to the bottom of their love story uh, and it's really cool how it all began in this parking lot we drove right here and when we started pulling in I said why are we pulling in here and then I saw the sign and so I just started crying <laughs> happy tears just started crying and thank the Lord for him Talk about hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> Apparently, there used to be a drive-in movie theater on this lot. Okay. And that's how they met there so long ago. At but, the drive-in movie theater? Mm -hmm, yeah, they parked next to each other. And she said he was tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> so, yeah, happily ever after. That's cool. Hmm. The place where my wife and I met is was a pizza place, of course. And I think they tore it down, so... I'm sorry. I can go put a sign there now. Yes, you should do it. Be right back. What a sweet gesture. His morning crew. I made a promise to you, and I take it very seriously. I promised 
that if anything exciting ever happens in Iowa, I will let you know. And that day has come. Oh, right. <laughs> Something very exciting, exciting has happened to Dustin Scow. He was driving in Ankeny, which is about 30 miles north of Des Moines, in case the you town? know your Iowa. Yes, Ankeny. Ankeny. <laughs> I have an aching knee. <laughs> Ankeny. Oh, now you make it sound weird. It never sounded weird to me before. That's all she's going to think. Okay, so he's driving in Ankeny when a crow <laughs> landed on his windshield wiper and would not get off. I've never seen anything like this. He turned his wipers up, like, full force, like if he was in a downpour, trying to get the bird off, and he would not move. The bird continued this wild wiper ride for, like, 30 seconds. As he drove down the road in Ankeny. <laughs> they have so roads is, in Ankeny? This is exciting news in Iowa. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a rodeo for birds. Have you ever seen this before? A no. bird clinging to a windshield wiper? No, no. I've. There's birds in Ankeny? <laughs> Evidently. And cows and pigs. <laughs> That's a good story. More than just pretty voices. You've heard the expression, the city that never sleeps. New York, New York. I thought it was in Iowa. <laughs> That's where Allie's No, from. we love to sleep there. Oh, the city that always sleeps. <laughs> well, anyway, back to New York. They never sleep, but now they can nap. Okay. Isn't that exciting? It is. Okay, good. Sorry, I'm singing that song in my head. Oh. I want to wake up. In the city that never sleeps. Come on, Allie, yeah. <laughs> King of the hill and top of the heap. Man, I've been overrun. Well, you know of the Casper Mattress Company? Casper, have you heard of them? Nope. What? I think I've seen their Facebook ads. Uh, that's the one where it comes like in a box to your front door and then you cut it open. Sounds nice, but they are very, not familiar. They're very, uh, very comfortable. My son's got one. Nice. Mm -hmm. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, they came up with this great idea. They have this place called the Dreamery. The Dreamery. Kind of like Creamery, only you can dream for, for uh, $25. You can have a 45-minute nap mm -hmm. in the city that never sleeps. And the coffee is free, the bedhead is free, and pure joy is free. <laughs> That's what they have up on their little, their little menu. The bedhead. Yes, which I have all the time anyway. But the uh, COO of uh, Casper explains it a little better. We're trying to figure out how to, how to encourage this kind of behavior throughout society um, to get people to take a second and, and recharge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They want to encourage napping. Yeah. Napping's okay. a behavior? I can behind that. Rob sets example here. He I goes do? In, he goes into his office, shuts the door, and I hear the soft music playing, a little bit of snoring. Uh, is that so? <laughs> he has his own version of the dreamery. Yes, and he comes out, <laughs> his hair is all messed up, like we don't know. But that's okay, Rob. I won't okay. tell anybody. I'm wiping the side of my mouth because of the drool. <laughs> exactly. Snoring so loud. These lines in your face from, the, <laughs> from whatever it is you're sleeping, sleeping on. Sleeping on a chair. <laughs> yeah. Curl up in a corner and on the rug. So I think we all should have that here. Because that's what I'm thinking. This place does look pretty cool. I like the pajamas and the pods you go into. Can we go visit that place? Field trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More than just pretty voices. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. Dear his morning crew, I love ice cream and I can't overstate that enough. Anytime is a good time to eat ice cream, except I'm having trouble finding an excuse to eat it at breakfast. Any ideas? Irene of Isle of Palms. 
In honor of National Ice Cream Day on Sunday, I have found a way to make it totally okay to eat ice cream in the morning. Oh. The cold brew float. Yes, it's as yummy as it's. Well, I don't know if it's yummy yet. I shouldn't say that because we're reviewing it. Of course it is. I don't want to plant these seeds in your brain. You have to be honest. So they serve these at one of our favorite coffee shops, Methodical. So what it is, is it's cold brew coffee, and they use Jenny's ice cream. It's Nandali Estate vanilla flavored, made with fair trade vanilla from the Nandali Estate in Uganda. Sounds Sounds like some organic thing. Sounds fancy, doesn't it? It does. So we did that. We used Jenny's ice cream and then the methodical cold brew over it. All right. So go ahead and try it. Can I have some more? <laughs> You're like, my cup's too small. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, in. yeah. I'm in. That's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and this is for breakfast. Why? Because um, it's got coffee in it, Rob. Oh, oh come okay. on. Ice cream don't, and coffee. Don't question that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 We're starting that thing where we sound like cows. Yeah. yeah. Grazing in the cold brew <laughs> coffee float. Mm. Very nice. I'm in. Nice. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I have so, two thumbs up for me. Two, okay, Jim's doing the two thumbs up. I'm going to give it one because I think it's tasty. I can't. One. I can't do it all the time. Sorry, four. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? Thumbs up. Ellie thumb. got the thumbs up, and there is like your <laughs> crew review.